Hey babes, Jess Wilkin here, and we're going to get our shit together one step at a time. I'm the founder of Benefitness with Jessica, and these conversations are a juicy blend of all things to help us women get through life. There will be frequent swearing and hopefully some belly laughs along the way. Welcome to the Benefitness Show. Hey babes, I'm so excited to be here with you again for another segment. Today, I'm going to be talking about saying no to alcohol and kind of give you a little bit of backstory as to why I want to do this, why, why, why? I mean, why not? Drinking wine, it's so, like, it's the thing that people do. People say, oh, well, let's go drink. It's classy. Drinking wine is classy these days. Wineries are everywhere. They're so much fun. Like, My husband and I did our 10 year anniversary this year and we did actually like a wine tour and we had the best time, the best time, so much fun. But I want to talk to you guys just a little bit about it. And, you know, so you can think for yourself, Uh, maybe there's some things you're doing that you don't really want to be doing anymore, or maybe you're behaving in ways that you don't really want to behave, or maybe it's controlling you more than you have control over it. And that is exactly what my problem was. I was finding that I would use it as an excuse. Like I had a bad day today. So you know what? I'm going to come home. I'm going to drink wine. That's not me because I'm a total lightweight. Like I can have two drinks and I'm, I'm like, whoo, I feel it. Sometimes not even two, sometimes just one drink. And I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling this one. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And you know, it's just so okay. Drinking is okay. It's the drug of choice for most people because it is. Society accepts it. Not that it's a bad thing. And if you drink, you are not a bad person. And I'm not saying that I'm never going to drink again. What I'm saying is I need to get a little bit more control and get my life together. Like I need to get my shit together. And if you guys know me and you've been in any of my challenge groups where we make sure that we work out and we eat well and things like that. Most of the time it's called get your shit together because we all need to work on it a little bit. But I'm going to tell you guys a couple things that I did and give you a little bit of background as to why I took this route. Um, And again, it's not something that I'm going to be sticking with forever, I don't think. But I just wanted to gain some control back. So, you know, I've got a lot of questions about this and I just wanted to share with you that I started thinking about this for myself. So, you know, our kids, my, my husband and I, we started when we were really young. If you guys listen to my other podcast, you know that we started when we were about 17 years old and we found ourselves pregnant and that we were parents at 18. So we never got that time of going out, you know, hanging out, hanging out with friends with no responsibility. And now that our kids are older, they're almost 17 next week. My oldest will be 17 and then 12 we have so much more time on our hands. Like we don't have to wipe asses anymore. We don't have to chase around toddlers anymore. And while this is an amazing phase of life, it's exhausting for other reasons, but we just are finding ourselves having a lot more time on our hands and we're able to go out on the weekends. We're able to have multiple date nights during the week, which is something we've never had before. And while I'm not condoning having kids super early and I'm not recommending it if you're under the age of 20 and listening to this, what I'm saying is though, it's just how our life panned out. It's the, it's the cards that were dealt to us. And so we're, we're hanging out and we're enjoying it and we're going to be kidless by what? 42, I think is what we, we calculate. So I'm excited about that. But 
you know what, like I said, what I'm finding is we're just, we're going out a lot. And so it's really easy when you're over the age of 21 and you're going out to have a drink because why not? You know what? It's been a great day. Let's celebrate. It's been a bad day. Let's, let's take the edge off. You know, we're always finding these band-aids to try to cover up our shit, (laughs) whether it's good shit or bad shit. We're just trying to cover it up with something. So, you know, I was starting to go down this journey myself of just thinking, of what it would be like if I had a little bit more control because I found that drinking had more control over me and I didn't like that. I also didn't like reminiscing on the night that I had and not really remembering all of the details and having that kind of brain fog and waking up with a headache and all of those things. And I really, I have so many goals for myself, for my family, for my husband. I don't have time to be hungover. And I was finding that every weekend I'm trying to pick myself back up and, you know, get my life together and get my shit together. And it was just a getting, it was becoming exhausting. I also thought that things that I said were extremely hilarious and our ring app actually caught one of our conversations. And I was like, oh my God, Jesse, you got to play that. Like, let's watch it. I want to watch it together. And we watched it because I was like, it was so funny. I remember laughing so hard when we came inside last night. And as we were watching it, I was like, I was being a total bitch. Like I thought I was being funny and saying like, ha ha ha. And it wasn't funny. I mean, Jesse, of course, was like, he lets everything roll off his back. Like he's got rain X on that shit, but I don't. And so as I listened back to that, I was like, I was a total asshole. I mean, obviously he didn't care. It's not like he's like, oh my God, we need to talk about this. Cause he, actually he's never said that. But For me, as I was reflecting on my responses and how I was acting, I was a little embarrassed. I'm like, okay, you can delete that one now. And so (laughs) it was just kind of like an eye-opening experience for me. And there's been a couple other things that's happened since. And I'm like, I need to stop using alcohol as the thing to fix me or fix a curtain situation because shit happens. We get these curveballs all the time. Things are always thrown out at us. And if we don't sit there and deal with it and deal with our shit, we're going to end up drinking our, our lives away. And we're going to be 79 years old and sitting on a bar stool alone somewhere in a dive bar. (laughs) Maybe not, maybe not, but you know, it does happen, unfortunately for some people. So I'm going to dive right into this, speaking of dive bars, and we're going to talk a little bit about kind of like the reasons why I did this again. You know, I I also believe that I'm a fun person and that I, I, you know, I like to make people laugh. I like to find humor in things. I like to have conversations. I like to get to know people. And I was just finding that I couldn't remember the things. Like I can't remember people's names and it's just super, super frustrating. And so I also think back to the show Friends. Do you guys remember Friends? Everybody knows Friends, you know, Rachel and all of them people. So, and Ross, yes, yes, yeah. So (laughs) if you guys remember the show, you'll remember Fun Bobby probably because if you're like me, you've seen every single episode. And Fun Bobby was so fun when he was, he was drinking. He drank a lot and they kind of thought it was a little bit of an issue. And so Fun Bobby stopped drinking and he he kept hanging around and everybody realized Fun Bobby wasn't fun anymore. And he was really sad and really depressing. And I like have this fear of, oh my God, what if I'm not fun? And like people don't want to hang around me anymore. What if my husband doesn't like me? Because he's always encouraging me like to take the edge off and like, here, just have a drink, babe. It's fine. Here, I got you this, you know, this bottle of wine. I just wanted you to, you know, feel better. And you know, it all comes from a good place. But I was like, maybe that's what I need to be a good person. And so I had to really assess that for myself. And so 
I had to talk to myself about it. Like in my head, you know, I'm talking to, to me and I'm like, I am fun. I am a fun person. I do not need alcohol to be fun. I can still have fun. I have a lot of energy. So it's not like I get into, like if we go to a bar, I don't need alcohol to have fun and be funny and be Jessica. So for me, I had to, I had to really think about that and think about being in the moment. Like, okay, I'm going to go into this bar and I'm going to just drink water. And, and Jesse and I have this conversation before I got into a bar a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to last. I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to be drinking water and I might get tired, you know, whatever it might happen. So long story short with that one, totally made it through the whole night. I kicked ass. And you know, if you guys probably don't know this, but my husband loves to dance. Like, and he's actually a pretty good dancer, which kind of pisses me off because he's a better dancer than me. <laughs> it's just a healthy competition, but he loves to dance. And so anytime he's out, he's like, I'm, let's go dance. Let's go dance. And so I'm like, oh, I can't dance until I have drinks in me. I'm not drunk enough to dance yet. You know how it is. Nobody gives a shit if you're dancing like an asshole or an idiot. What is fine. Just go dance. And so I had to tell myself that like, hey, babe, I need like one more chug of my water and then I'll be out there. And it was so funny because he was like, you know what? We're not having date nights anymore. We're having dance nights. And I was like, hot damn, babe, you are the sexiest thing ever. And I'm so glad I married you. (laughs) Oh, it was hilarious. But we had fun. I danced. I'm not going to lie. It was hard. I felt awkward. I felt like everybody was staring at me. And maybe they were, but they probably weren't because they were too drunk to notice. So long story short there. That was my short, long story. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So again, I have a lot of people who are like, why aren't you drinking? So we had a happy hour at work the other day and um, which is is totally fine. Like I don't mind questions like Bram. I'm I'm happy to answer questions and actually questions help me think through things because sometimes I don't think through things completely <laughs> a lot of times. So, you know, I had a coworkers ask me the day they're like, oh, why aren't you drinking? You know, at, at happy hour. And I was like, you know what? I'm just not feeling it. Like I, I've drank enough in my lifetime, I think for, for an adult, like I'm going to be just fine. And Another thing is like, I wake up with headaches all the time. You guys, every time, I don't know what it is. Either it's like sulfites in the wine or I really don't know, but I feel so dehydrated when I drink and it, I probably been a handful of times that I have woken up without a headache. The other thing is you guys is drinking is freaking expensive. So I've been trying to drink white claws lately because they're a little more refreshing. Like the seltzers, they're fucking gross. I'm not going to lie. They're not good, but it's like not as heavy as beer and you can drink a couple of them without feeling like super weighed down and like really full. And so I've been drinking those and those things, they are proud of those. I mean, I would get like a, I think it's like a six pack or an eight pack maybe. I don't remember, but they were like $14 and I'm sorry. I am a frugal person. Like I shop at Goodwill on the regular. So that, and like, this is ridiculous. So that's another thing. And then, you know, I was using it again as an excuse. That's like a, the biggest thing I think for me is that trying to put it as a band aid. like drinking is my band aid, or it's my excuse because I'm happy. Like it, when it started 
when I started drinking during the week, that was what I realized was like, this is kind of getting out of hand. So I tried to pair, you know, cut it back and just do it on the weekends. I'm like, Oh, this is, this is hard. Like I want to drink during the week because I can. And you know, the kids don't have sports so I can do whatever I really want to do. And it was just, it was just getting way out of hand. The other thing too, you guys, I've talked about this before. Um, it was about four years ago. My parents were actually hit by a drunk driver. Um, it was a female driver. She blew around 0.223, which is well above the legal limit. And, um, my dad actually called me and I turned around from my son's baseball game because he said they had been in an accident. And so I, I turned around to go find them and, you know, it was me and my husband and my two boys in the car and we pull up on the accident. I mean, their cars totaled, um, horrible. And my mom was just getting out of the car. She's screaming. I mean, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible, but you know, with the positive mindset that I have, I knew that screams were a good thing because she was alive but I don't know how she made it out of there alive, you guys. And it was awful and scary and heart-wrenching and sad for everyone involved, not just my parents, but the, you know, the drunk driver, she, you know, she made it out, but she's still in jail right now. Um, it was just really hard for everyone and a really hard experience, a really long recovery. And that was really, really, really eye-opening for me. Um, I didn't drink for weeks and it just... I, I just couldn't. I'm like, I can't, I cannot be a good person. I just can't. And so that's always been in the back of my mind. Like, you know, I know people go and we have a drink or one or two, you know, and we wait our two hours in between or whatever it is before we drive anywhere. But you know what? It's still a little disorienting. You know, it's kind of like tired driving is drug driving, you know? And like I said, I'm a lightweight, so I feel alcohol very, very early on. And so it was really important to me to not be that type of person. Whereas my husband usually drove everywhere. I didn't want to be the one I just didn't want, I just couldn't do that. And it's hard. And so that's always weighing heavy on my heart. And so that was just kind of another reason why, like, I don't think this is a good idea. So let's kind of lighten the mood up here a little bit. Cause that was a little heavy, but you know, it's a real thing and it's real stuff that happens to real people. So now, here we are today. My mom is doing very well, and so is my dad. Everybody's fine, so I just want to clear that up. <laughs> but, um, you know, so the husband and I, I, as I've been going down this water journey, I like to drink my blue dolphins, um, we've still been going out to the bar, and, like, that was really hard for me. Like, what are we going to do? I didn't want to take that away from him because he likes going out and drinking. I'm not asking him to become sober because he's actually a really awesome drunk. Like, he's not the kind that's, like turns into a mean person. I mean, he's just kind and fun and, and he's fun when he's sober. So it's, I have no reason to tell him to stop drinking other than maybe like his liver or something. I don't know. But my point is we've still been going out and, you know, during this transition in this phase of life that we're in, I'm still going to go out with him. And I didn't want to make the choices that I bring into in for myself and rub off on him to like have a negative impact. So We've been going out and I've been getting my blue dolphins. Like I said, the other thing that's been like a saving grace, you guys, is I get the organic stevia from Trader Joe's. It's um, in a dropper bottle, so it's liquid. It's great. But if you don't like stevia, because I know a lot of people don't like the aftertaste, then it's probably not your thing, but find something else. So I squeeze 
um, clementines into my water at the bar and then I also put in my stevia so I get a little sweet and kind of like an orange flavor and it's great and it makes me feel like I'm having my own drink but I'm not and so I'm still enjoying the crowd I'm still drinking I'm just drinking water in a different way and that has been literally life-saving so I totally recommend that you guys those little cuties fit into your purse like so easily and I thought my husband was like gonna die laughing because I asked the bartender before at the bar I'm like hey do you guys have any orange slices and they're like no they're like no we sure don't and I'm like okay that's fine and then <laughs> they pull away and I pull out my own and he's like oh my god you brought your own I'm like you're damn right I brought my own I might be high maintenance but I'm gonna maintain myself <laughs> so it was funny and we had a laugh about it and he's been so supportive you guys and I'm telling you, waking up feeling good is a really, really good feeling. So, you know, the, the other question is like, will you ever drink again? Like I said, I probably will, but it's going to be intentional. Like if my best friend is going to have a wedding or, you know, we're going to be going on vacation in a couple months and I plan on living it up for sure. I mean, I, that's just what I want to do, but I'm, again, it's going to be intentional. Like I know that's going to happen. So for you guys, if this is something that you want to, like the road you want to go down, I totally will help you. I will, I don't know that I'm the person to help you because like I said, I'm still going to be drinking at some point. But if you guys just need some help, you need to just want to throw some words against the wall. You know, I did this with a girlfriend a couple weeks ago. I'm like, how do you not drink? She's like, I just don't drink. But like, but how? She's like, I just don't. <laughs> I'm just like, no, I need to know details. Because I, like I said, it was really, really hard for me. So I've been working hard, flexing my willpower muscle so that I can go out and still have fun without actually having alcohol. Alcohol does not make me fun. It is just like an accessory. It's like earrings or cute shoes that might make you look better. But you know what? Heels of shoes fall off and sometimes you fall on your ass. Same thing with alcohol. Sometimes you drink too much and you fall on your ass. You know what? I had a coworker one time tell me, this is the greatest thing too. And I think this is really important to tell your kids if they are teenagers and they're like, maybe like, Oh, I want to go out and drink. You know, it'll be fine. We're staying at a friend's house, blah, blah, blah. I have teenagers. You guys know, you know this. So what I'm saying is she explained it like a sunburn, you know, when you're out in the sun and then you come in like hours later and you are so burnt and you don't even realize how burnt you are. You are like, I put sunscreen on, I applied a couple times, but oh my gosh, it hurts so bad. It's like a gradual burn and it just gets worse and worse. That's exactly like alcohol. Sometimes you don't realize how drunk you are until it's too late. And so I think that's a really helpful analogy to share with friends, with people who want, you know, are diving into maybe drinking young people, 21 year olds. It's just something for people to be aware of because it really does really match up well. So thinking about that, um, you know, I, I just want to encourage you guys to just do what's in your heart. For me, it was something that I've been feeling like I wanted to stop drinking and I didn't know how. I also, to be completely honest, was a little worried because like I said, my, my husband drinks, you know, he likes to drink. And I didn't want me, I was like, what if, what if this is what breaks us up or something? Because I choose not to drink anymore. And 
I had to just let that go because I don't make his decisions and I don't control his thoughts. All I can do is encourage him and let him know that I'm still here to support him and I'm not rubbing any of my choices off on him. And he was really, really supportive and amazing and wonderful. So I encourage you guys to flex those muscles. Try it out. See if you can do it. If not, you're not going to get on the first time either. It's going to be a little hard. And that's why you have friends. That's why you ask questions. That's why you dive in. And you know, for me again, it was, I started seeking this out. I started asking some questions and thinking about it for myself. And then as things normally happen, signs started coming in. One of my girlfriends was telling me about this podcast and she, she didn't mention anything about drinking. It was just a podcast she was listening to about life coaching. And like the third one down on the list was, like how to not drink. And I was like, what in the actual fuck? Are you serious? Like, is this really happening? Because I had been thinking about that. And so take those signs and run with them. It's, it's the universe trying to tell you to make some changes and go with it. So trust your gut, you guys. And if you need any help at all, like I said, I'm here to help. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to support you. Even if you want to drink once, never you want to do it all the time. I, I don't, it's whatever you want to do. But like I said, I'm here to support you and help you along on your own journey. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Thank you for tuning in for over 20 minutes. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm rambling. Um, but I'm so glad you're here and thank you. Make sure you share this if this is something that was really helpful for you. And make sure you subscribe so you can know when the next podcast is posted. All right. I love you guys. Have a great one.